everyone hi welcome back to slumber party with cassie and bella episode eight if i had a cricket i would make it chirp right now yeah Yeah. you guys fill in the blanks (laughs) you know what's what's missing um real sorry for the throat (laughs) clear on air um i don't have water so but oh wait do you want i have a water bottle do you want one it's COVID times. We can't share. No, it's like, it's just a plastic water bottle. Oh. No, okay. Should we leave this in? Yeah, it's staying Yeah, it's in. staying in. <laughs> this week, we're talking about meme culture. Ooh. And when the meme goes too far. Yeah. In an ominous voice. Mm. So, first, I don't know why I was, this just like randomly came to me, this topic. Oh, actually, I kind of know why. I, not to get too too deep, oh my god, I just said two (laughs) like five times. Not to get too deep into it um, within literally like one minute of the episode, but I think I kind of thought about it because I saw yesterday that um, Ben Simmons was saying like, he was saying something about like he, his mental health is like, causing him to have back problems and that's why he like doesn't want to come back too soon and I saw like on I don't remember if it was on like Twitter or like Reddit or something (laughs) but like a bunch of people were clowning him and they were like oh this guy and like making memes about um just like that as if that was like such a like outrageous comment and then it made me just think about how memes have gone too far at this point people literally can't just say like especially like when people who want to complain about there's not enough um support around men's mental health and then when men come out with issues they make it into a meme Mm. so like who do you have to blame for that i think uh when it comes to like men on like twitter if they were okay i don't really have twitter so i have no idea if this is like accurate or not but if like a man and a woman were to like say the same thing about their mental health on um sorry on twitter if it would make sense to me if a man expressed like some sort of like mental health issue he was having and it got turned into a meme i feel like that wouldn't surprise me because people generally take men's mental health kind of as a joke so that doesn't like surprise me necessarily also i think i I don't know who ben simmons is i'm gonna be honest who is that he's just a basketball player oh sorry mr basketball he dated kendall jenner at one point oh yeah oh sorry dude um but not sorry about dating Kendall Jenner sorry about your back problems but um I think a lot of the times like people don't really see like celebrities as people (laughs) like um they don't really see celebrities as people but like I feel like a lot of times with like male celebrity celebrities they just kind of like expect them to like be the funny guy or like they don't expect them to like I don't know they expect them to be the funny guy so making Mm -hmm. a meme about like something wrong in his life is like fair game you know what I mean yeah but like it's not always fair game when it's like Mm -hmm. a real human being and it's like yeah I don't know especially because there's like (laughs) I was gonna say tough guy culture (laughs) literally (laughs) me trying to say toxic masculinity and calling it (laughs) tough guy culture you're like oh he's a tough guy I don't I don't know if actually it is toxic masculinity so we'll stick to tough guy culture Mm. but it is like a thing just because like um athletes are like physically big and strong Mm. then it's like they can't possibly be feeling like pain especially mentally so that's why it's like haha 
you say you have a mental block and that's causing back pain, that's not real and you're a sissy. Yeah. So Ben Simmons, if you want to come on the pod, let us know. True. That'd be what funny. if he actually came? <laughs> he, I'd be like funny. He, he's our one fan in the Czech Republic for some reason. Oh my god. No, I know. He was just having like, a vacation there for some reason. Oh my god, true. That would be insane. Actually, our Czech Republic fan, can you please reach please. out to us? We didn't... S- oh, actually, sorry, this is off topic. But, okay, Czech Republic fan, please reach <laughs> out to us. The email slumber party Cassie Bella. But before we fully get into the topic... um, Actually, no, I'll save it till the end. Mm. Just remind me that I have something. I'll write it on. I was about to say. (laughs) Anyway, so first, I'm going to ask the question, what's your favorite meme? Like, of all time? Of all time, where it can just be, like, a general format or something like that. Mm. I will never get sick of, like, impact font, like, bottom text memes. I think, like, they're so fun to make. They're always funny to look at if you make them yourselves. Yeah. Um, but it, they're just, like, generally so funny. I always use imageflip.com mm-hmm. to make my IMG. impact font memes. Yeah, mm-hmm. IMG. I looked up. Oh, yeah. Cat, yeah. <laughs> I think, like, they're so classic. And I think, like, if you know me, maybe even if you don't know me, like, one of my, like, the core staples of my personality is, like, loving Rage Comics. Um, I've been a lot long-standing Rage Comic fan ever since I was, like, 11. And also that, like goes um with like impact font memes they're just like there's something so nostalgic about them there's something so like familiar and they're mm-hmm. literally always funny like you could have like the stupidest text on it um i like right now i'm thinking of markiplier with that the e <laughs> that's that's one of my favorite memes that's the funniest thing i've ever seen literally in my entire life like oh my god so markiplier impact font e like i think that's just like Cassie's moving her laptop. She's going to show it to me. <laughs> Wait, um, I'm just going to take this time to take a photo of Cassie holding up um, Markiplier. <laughs> Wait, your eyes were closed. Go back. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, yeah, so that's my answer. No, yeah, that kind of meme is something. Oh, my God, they call it Lord Marquad. <laughs> e? That's crazy. No way. Check that out on the Instagram. Um, yeah, memes like that, they are reflective of, like, when they were made. But also, I think, you, like you said, if you're the one making it, it's a lot funnier. Because, yeah. like, there are people, there are, like, they call them edgelords. <laughs> there are, like, edgelords who ironically make memes based off of old formats mm. and sometimes it's just cringe because it's like they're trying so hard to be like haha remember when we used to make memes like this and it's like yeah well they're still funny that way so you don't have to like act like you're above everyone edge lords yeah um but besides that i like memes that i like rare memes and what i mean by that is <laughs> you sound like the edge lord I am the edge lord. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I like rare memes, not in not because like they're like collector's item. I mean just like funny things. They're funny because you don't see them often. And what I want to talk about next, it's actually it goes into least favorite memes. But memes I like are always ones that like I'll see it and I'm like, I've never that's one I've never heard before, and like that's why it's so funny. And then, like, I'll forget about it. And then I'll see, like, in six months a meme with, like, the same thing. And I'll laugh again because I'm mm. like, ha, that was a good one. One more time. <laughs> and um, Bring it back. Like, an example that I thought of, the if anybody knows 
And I oop. Um, <laughs> and I oop took the world by storm. But the thing is, and I oop, like, it existed for years before that. And it was, like, a, quote, rare meme. So, like, whenever I would see, I would see and I oop, like, every, like, three months. And every time I'd be like, ha. like, And it would be the gif of, like, the drag queen. Yeah, and it'd be like, that's funny because, like, I haven't seen that in a while. And, like, good use of it. But then it turned into, like, literally, like... A video of it and it would be like me when I drop my coffee in the morning. The silence speaks for itself. Yeah. Like I'm looking I looked up I just googled and I oop and like people are like this has and I oop energy like going into what makes a meme mad bad is oversaturation when you which I think it's especially gotten worse. I don't know like the reasoning of it getting worse in more recent years. But, like, an example I thought of was, like, the Bernie Bernie sitting in the chair meme. That was, like, I saw the picture of him, and I was, like, oh, that's funny. Like, old politician. Like, he looks like a grumpy old man sitting there. And then, literally, like, every corporation, like, photoshopped their logo onto, like, his mittens. And, mm. like, again, people were, like, me when I don't have my coffee. <laughs> and I just saw it so much that it was, like, it's it's literally not funny just because you rammed it down our throats and you just ruined it. So that's what I mean by rare memes, mm. just ones that you don't see often because they just they're funnier because they're more unique than the ones that are way too oversaturated. I think that talking about the mirror exposure effect, another way that we could like look at the mirror exposure effect in memes is. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I didn't I didn't mention it yet, but yeah. Oh, why did I literally think you said it already? Um, No, well, I didn't say it yet, but I was going to say, well, first I put it there. Because I was thinking it's the opposite of the mirror exposure effect. Because the more I see a meme, the less I like it. Mm. But then I realized there's other people that... I just spit. There's other people that the more they see a meme, the more they're, they're like... It's like familiar. Oh, yeah, they're like, I recognize that. And like other people think it's funny. So like I feel part of something. What, what were I, you going to say? What I was going to say um, is... Okay, this one might be a wild ride. So stick with me on it. <laughs> okay. Um... But <laughs> I'm let's just, hear it. I'm just saying. I hope it like it connects really well in my brain, and I hope it carries in okay. real life. Um, so mirror exposure effect. Um, we all know about the classic 2016 Rip Harambe meme. Yeah. But then the meme that okay, if you don't know about what that is, it's a gorilla that was shot and fatally killed shot and killed the Cincinnati murdered. Zoo. Yeah. Um, and it became, I don't even know why it became a meme, but it became like a revolution to be like, rest in peace, Harambe, like gone too soon. No one knew mm -hmm. who Harambe was before this, but it was like really sad that he was True. killed. Maybe the people around there did. Maybe. Yeah. It was literally like, okay, it was literally like zoo brutality though. It like, was so why. messed up. The baby didn't even like get a scratch on him. I know he was, Harambe was trying to, ugh, we can't get into it. We can't get into it. Rest in peace, brother. <laughs> rest in the safest of peace. But Okay. The meme that came out of that meme was that everything went downhill in society after Harambe was shot. You're, like, you know mm -hmm. that meme that's like, since, since Harambe was killed, life hasn't been the same. Mm -hmm. I think that, like, people being exposed to that meme, like, the meme of saying things haven't been the same since Harambe was killed, mm -hmm. it's instilled that mentality in everyone who's seen it. I know what you're saying. Like. Yeah. Because if I didn't see that meme, I probably wouldn't have um, 
I probably would never have like thought that in particular, you know. Like, also that, but also like people who are like the meme that was like 2016 was the last good summer. Yeah, that's like so deeply ingrained now in culture that like summer 2016 was so great. And looking back, it's like, was it actually, or is it just like everyone like fake remembering it mm. for the sake of the joke? Yeah, and the reason like I like piggybacked off like mere exposure. I don't know if that's exactly mere exposure, but like. I think it's, like, very related because it's, like, everyone seeing that. And, again, Harambe was such a huge meme. Everyone mm-hmm. seeing the meme about life not being the same since tw- summer 2016, life not being the same since Harambe was killed. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone seeing that, it instills that in everyone. And, like, in all reality, like, life could actually have gotten, like, drastically better since summer of 2016 for a lot of people or since Harambe was shot. Like, sorry, right? sorry, brother. But it's, like... Having, for me it has like yeah and like but having that like like herd mentality because of the meme that everyone has to like agree with or like everyone mm-hmm. like consumes like because of that some people might like just believe that life could never get better after mm-hmm. 2016 i don't know i just think that's like it's interesting how memes have that effect on people that yeah. it can like like shift your mindset so much no yeah that kind of reminds me i found a quote when i was like doing meme research um something i don't know exactly who the author is so sorry about this but they wrote (laughs) memes do not age well most of them evaporate within days but the points they make can leave a lasting effect on society and politics in countries with censorship memes can obtain an even bigger value as people throw them into public discourse to send resistant messages and oppose corruption Mm. that's deep that went hard it's true though no it's real Website I found it on was Westminster, guys. Please don't sue me. I gave you credit. <laughs> um, but that's like so real because a meme itself can be like really bad, but it can carry like a high quality message. Mm-hmm. But even if the message is high quality and the meme isn't good, like it's not gonna carry over. Mm-hmm. Um and an example of that, that's like very loosely related to what you were describing because I was talking about like how like memes can carry like revolutionary messages. Mm-hmm. But like I just have to talk about this when brands or like Instagram shops use memes as advertising, but they're like really outdated or they're horrible or they are embarrassingly bad Mm -hmm. and they like don't connect. It is so clear. They don't understand like the, the history of the meme template or the Mm -hmm. meme format they're using. It's like, it feels so inauthentic and so out of touch that I'm like, I don't even want to, I want to block you now. Sorry. Literally. (laughs) <laughs> I think, like, to, like, if you're, like, in middle school, you'll probably be, like, oh, that's so cool. Like, a brand is being edgy. Mm-hmm. Again, the edgelords. Edgelords. Um, but teenagers and adults recognize that, like, they're trying to play into, again, it's kind of mere exposure. That's, like, haha, my favorite brand's, like, doing a meme that I liked. So maybe I'll buy their product, mm. which is not a great way of thinking. Brands take notes. Most people, you are most likely getting clowned on Twitter for, like, when, like, the Wendy's account will reply to McDonald's and be, like, ratio. Uh, like, you know the intern thought they ate. They lit- But, okay, the fact that it's, like, not even an intern, it's, like, someone who has, like, a full salary. It's, like, a grown man. It's, like, a suit. <laughs> but it's, like, okay, this is, like, semi-off topic, but the fact that, like, social media is such a big thing now that, like, people's jobs are, like social media managing and like that is like such an important part of like developing like trust with a brand but it's Mm -hmm. like it's so obviously authentic inauthentic like most of the time Mm -hmm. and it's like it's really easy to see through but a lot of people 
it'll be like, oh my God, they ate. And it'll become a screenshot and it'll become a meme. Yeah. And then it'll become a, a screenshot of the meme that says, Wendy's versus Taco Bell. Like, oh my God, like they're mm. crazy. Like it just like keeps going and all that's just free advertising. And I was going to say, and that way it's smart. Cause yeah. then like accounts do post it and they're like, oh my God. And yeah. it's getting the word out. Mm-hmm. But also I'm thinking about like, remember when Burger King tweeted women belong in the kitchen. <laughs> And then they, like, they didn't even put the, like, um, they had, like, a, what's the word called? Hashtag? No. It's, like, a graphic design turn. Infographic. Mm. They didn't put the infographic until, like, the second reply. So, literally, just the screenshot of the tweet, women belong in the kitchen. (laughs) Like, that itself became a meme. (laughs) But I'm glad it backfired on them because. Do you know that Martha Stewart tweet where she just said oil? Yes. (laughs) Like, vaguely. That was a good one. Yeah, she kind of went off with that one. She went off. Um, Anyways. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, we didn't mean really to go off into brand. Um, It wasn't really a rant, but Mm. brands, keep an eye out when you're doing memes because it's low-key not worth it. Like, I'd rather just see you, like, saying, like, this is my product and this is why it's good. Like, you don't have to, like, try to relate to me Mm. through, like, an edgy meme. Everybody wants to be an edgelord these days. So now I wanted to talk about memes that go too far. Mm. Um, I mean, I mentioned in the beginning how, like, men's mental health always is, like, turned into a meme and clowned. But one example, one, um, I guess, not strong, I guess strong example that I thought of. If anyone doesn't know, there's, like, a meme that exists about, like, making jokes about Jacksepticeye's dead father. Like, his dad died, like, a year ago. What? And there's just, like, memes about, like... I get, like, sometimes on YouTube it'll come up and it's just, like, recommended videos and, like, people send them to him. And it's, like... Again, it's people, they think, like... They're, like, oh, my humor's superior because, like, it's dark humor. But it's, like, you, like... I'm sorry, you have issues if you, like, think that... If you think that sending videos or memes about somebody's like dead relative somebody you don't even know if that's like your thought of humor then you just have a bad sense of humor like you're not edgy you're not funny and people are laughing at you not with you yeah real um i can't think of like another example of um like a meme that is like that edgy but Mm. i think um a general example is people making memes to make fun of people's weight Mm-hmm. Um, like, I feel like it'll be, like, a screenshot of, like, a singer at a concert, and, like, maybe you can see, like, I don't know, like, her, like, stomach a little bit, I don't know, and there'll be memes calling her, like, a beached whale, and mm-hmm. like, that kind of, like, mentality, and it's, like, yeah. oh, because it was said in a meme, it's, like, fair game, like, it's, like, yeah. oh, it's edgy, but it's, like, no, it's just messed up. <laughs> and then like, if, like, you call it out, they're, like, uh, you're a, I was gonna say a seashell. Uh, <laughs> What's it called? What's the thing? Snowflake? Um, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I meant to say snowflake. Um, I was in the wrong season. No, yeah, it's like if you if you don't think like dark humor is funny, you're just like a weak snowflake. And it's like no, some memes they're literally just not funny. If your idea of a meme is um, like just being hurling, hurtful, yeah, being hurtful and like with no substance, just giving people insults. Yeah, like I could do that all day. Does that make me funny? No. Mm. So another part of memes that isn't necessarily like edgy but isn't necessarily like a happy part of meme culture is that i think sometimes people 
will use memes to like make other people feel like left out um or on the inverse people will only like start to enjoy a meme because they feel left out in not understanding the message so it's like might as well just like enjoy it again i can't think of a specific example but i feel like it's really calm oh i do have a specific example actually um when i was younger i literally did not understand why the coney like 2012 i'm gonna be honest i still i need somebody to tell me what coney 2012 is yeah i say this like i have asked my mom and she like didn't explain it yeah like i still because from my knowledge of it wasn't it like a terrorist guy or something it was i thought it was someone involved in like really brutal things like maybe right? i'm wasn't it like here, a, wait, I'm i don't know be i know what you're trying to say right. it was like a I didn't understand it either because it was like a meme, but I thought it was like a war criminal or something like that. Yeah, he was a, a cult leader, war criminal, and ICC, ICC fugitive. And from what I understood as a kid, like he was like doing, like he was like making children, like, like wasn't Ew. he making children like soldiers? I, no, I, I still literally don't know. All I, I know it was like a guy who was evil and I don't know why. I, like, I, I don't know. I remember being younger, and that was my knowledge of it, and I didn't mm -hmm. understand why it was a meme. And I was like, this is really upsetting and unsettling. Why is, like, his name, like, it wasn't even, like, Stop Coney. It was literally just Coney 2012, right? Yeah. I remember, but I remember seeing that on, like, iFunny, and I was like, I guess because everyone else is talking about it, like, it must be, like, in like inoffensive. I, don't, I never, like, engaged with the content or anything, but, like, because I saw it so many times, I was like, oh, like, everyone's making memes about it, so, like, how bad can it be? Exactly. But, like, he was literally, like, horrible. Like, not a good person. So, yeah. I, I think that's an example of, like, the way that, like, you can see a meme so many times, make a joke about something so many times, mm -hmm. and you feel, like, left out for not understanding why it's funny or what makes it, like, worthy of being like a meme mm -hmm. so it can desensitize you to the topic of the meme and the same yeah. can be said about memes about somebody's weight or memes about somebody's dead relative mm -hmm. um or like you said before like herd mentality you see you're like oh other people are laughing at this so like i guess i'm allowed to laugh at it yeah and it like even though it's it's actually been literally 10 years since coney 2012 but it, like there's still memes of like kim jong-un yeah and even um I mean, Trump, he kind of deserved the memes because he was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's up with that guy. But yeah, there's literally like, I remember when people thought Kim Jong-un was dying and then there were like rumors that his sister was going to take over. There were like memes about that. And then it came out. They were like, oh, his sister's like even worse. So like it would not even be like it would be even worse for the country. Mm. So like it, it, even if it's like, I don't even know, I can see maybe if you've if you live in North Korea and you're, like, using that as, like, to cope. But, like, you know it's just, like, Americans making it. So yeah. it's, like, what are you really getting out of it? Mm -hmm. Please let us know. You can send us an email. Yeah, let us know. Um, But memes can be used as a way to, like, soften the blow for, like, a message that it would otherwise be too, like, harsh to send or, like, talk about. Mm -hmm. Like, if you, as opposed to, like, I don't know, as opposed to, like, a formal letter, like, putting your thoughts in a meme make it like so much more like carefree and like not as like not as intense so i think people think they can get away with saying anything in a meme and mm -hmm. another thing is 
like Cassie was saying, with memes, like, if you see a meme and you're like, oh, that's funny, I don't know if it's my place to, like, think it's funny, I don't know if it's my place to laugh at it, but everyone else is laughing at it, so it must be fine. You don't know the audience of the people engaging with the content. Like, you Mm -hmm. don't know if those people are all part of the community Mm -hmm. that it is appropriate to, like, joke about. Like, if it's, like, a meme poking fun at, like, the LGBT community. I was going to say that. Yeah, and you see it and you are not part of the community and mm-hmm. you start like laughing at it and you're like oh my god that's so funny that's so true that's so relatable like like that's like so accurate mm-hmm. but and you're like i don't know if it's my place to think this is funny but i'm gonna like it anyways because everyone else is liking it, liking it yeah a majority of those people that are liking it could be part of the lgbt community and it mm-hmm. is their place to find it funny but you do not have that like you do not have that capability like that is not your role that is not your privilege so focus on your straight jokes focus literally focus on your straight jokes please there needs to be more of those um more memes about straight people but yeah that's just my thought and i think because you just see like oh five thousand people like this meme you feel like licensed to be like yeah like it's not like everyone's liking it everyone thinks it's funny like it's obviously it's fair game it's not always fair game like it's like sometimes it's just meant for a specific community and it's not your place to find like relatable or funny or laugh at to end the meme conversation on a high note i'm looking through my favorite memes folder so i can share one it'll be posted on the instagram oh this is one of my favorites i saw this in 2019 and then i like thought about it in the middle of the night one time in like 2020 and i was crying we'll post it it says mobile ads when you touch 0.000 actually (laughs) should i can can i even like should i read the meme i feel like it's less funny that way You'll see the meme on the Instagram, and I'll post the video of me laughing at it. Also, a classic meme is that I have saved multiple times. If anyone remembers that guy who, for his SAT picture, it's a Snapchat and it says, hey, cutie. <laughs> and he, like, submitted that. Oh, no, he ate. Yeah. Um, any last words? <laughs> As if I'm gonna, like... <laughs> You couldn't even say it. I, I know. I was like, um, as if I'm going to put you to sleep. Um. <laughs> as if I'm going to tuck you in and read you a bedtime story. Yeah. Uh, that one's so classic. Cassie yeah. just showed me the photo of... Plankton with two eyes. <laughs> Plankton. Oh my God. I didn't even register that he had two eyes in that photo. No, yeah. That's the funny part. I thought it was his posture. Oh, no. He only has one eye normally. Wow. That's insane. Oh, I forgot to say before. Actually, one of my favorite memes are... You know that one where it's like, it's like class bully, everybody in this class fat. And then it's like, everybody named, or like kid named everybody in this clip. And then it's like a person like eating. Or like there's one, it's like teacher, it's 1248. And then kid named 1240. I know I did. And then it's like a guy like death dropping in the crowd. Stop. Those are like so clever that it like makes me love them. No, I know. I have to like take a second and I'm like, wait. Also, wait, I'm going to say something. I know we're trying to get off the topic of memes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say something and I just want to hear your opinion on it. I already know your opinion, but I want to see how mad you get. Oh, okay. Niche memes. If you couldn't hear, I just rolled back my chair and passed (laughs) out. We actually had to cut out. I was being resuscitated for 15 minutes. niche memes they were never funny they're still not funny and they'll never be ironically funny actually no they are ironically (laughs) i just created a new language they are ironically funny they are ironically funny but again like um 
Um, I think you were going to mention like whisper memes. Those are like borderline becoming like niche memes where it's mm. literally like listing an aesthetic and it's like, what's the meme? I think that was classic Bella moment. Sorry. Um, yeah. But so with whisper memes, I think a lot of the times they like can be funny, but if they, okay, let me know if this makes sense. If you can so clearly tell that they were only created for the purpose of being like, like being like trendy or like, like if, if you see a whisper meme and it's like way too like topical, mm-hmm. then it won't be funny because you can tell it was like manufactured in a lab to like. If you see it on your explore page, it's not funny. <laughs> yeah. Like it has to be like an authentic like whisper meme and it has to like catch you off guard for it to be funny. That's true. If that makes sense. I, I need yeah, to find yeah. like an example of like an authentic versus an authentic one. But inauthentic, anything with a Lily Rose Depp or Mitski background. Not funny. If it if not it not even funny. mentions mental illness, it's probably it's not, not funny. funny. If it mentions trauma, not funny. Yeah, not funny. So yeah, whisper memes can be I'm literally gonna look up whisper meme on Google. There I feel like whisper memes, they're another example of like it was funny when people were posting authentic things people posted on Whisper. Mm-hmm. But now it's evolved into literally just like text posts, but the font is the whisper meme. And like yeah. that's what makes people think that'll like carry the joke. But it's not true i think also like the instagram story format format it's gone too far i i actually like i think a lot of them are really funny but again it's the same thing if you can tell that an instagram story format meme was like if okay if it mentions mental illness or trauma Mm -hmm. the likelihood that it's good dramatically decreased i think um I think if it's original, it will always be good. And I think that goes for a lot of memes, like, if it's original. But I think if you just, like, I just, on my Explore page, I'm just constantly seeing the same type of, like... I was going to say, they're all, like, reworded. They're all, the like, same, like, reworded versions of the same thing. And mm-hmm. that's where it gets, like, tiring. Yeah. Imagine how tired we are. Yeah. But I do like a lot of the memes. Um. Oh, my God. Another meme format that is literally the worst thing on planet Earth. I don't okay. I don't think um, whisper memes or um, Instagram story format memes are the worst thing in the world. I think a lot of them those are really funny. But if they're from the wrong meme account, they'll be horrible. But if they're from the right meme account, they'll be great. Mm-hmm. But those memes that are, we'll post an example on on the Instagram. But those memes that are like templates, and it'll I'm looking at one on Google right now, and it just says if you listen to blank, I'm assuming you're automatically hot. And it's like, and they do like a different artist and every they slide. Do Ten slides. That's of, so. Weak. That's another like. That's just a different genre of genre of niche meme. Yeah, genre. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's a different genre of niche meme. <laughs> no, it's literally like those people. I feel like they're just like clout chasers. Like I don't know what else to call it. It's just like they want their memes. They don't actually care about making good content. They just want their meme to go viral. They just want it reposted, and they think that the way to do that is like. The, be- like the best strategy, buzzwords. yeah, the best strategy is putting buzzwords and buzz reaching artists. out. Wait, what was that? Buzz artists. Buzz artists. <laughs> and reaching out to as many possible, like, communities and interests as possible, mm-hmm. hoping that, like, one person will like it. And no, it's like, literally. come on, man. It'll be, like, Billie Eilish and then, like, the Marvel fandom. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, Taylor Swift. I'm looking at one, and the full meme is, what is stopping you from, and then a blank space and the an exclamation point and a question mark and just like look at this 
What is that? It's like a blank template. It's literally, but like the template memes. I guess that's a good way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like looking at them and I'm like, oh my God, it's literally like, it's not, it's not good. I'm right? going to be honest. Like just make something original. Yeah. I know you guys can do it. Come on. Come on. So, yeah, that's my, and those are kind of like recent memes. We could go mm-hmm. back even further, but. What are your opinions on niche memes? Niche memes? I'm going to be honest, Cassie, we kind of differ here. I loved niche memes when I was in, in high like, school. In, like, 2018? Yeah, in 2018. I thought Ew. they were, like, interesting because they were kind of just, like, mood boards. Exactly, though. Like, why? They weren't. Okay, I agree that calling them a meme was rude. And it was. It was just, like, I'm yeah. looking at one. It's, like, things that make me happy. Thrifted sweaters. Stop. That's literally me, though. Like, I'm like you could have just wrote that in your journal. <laughs> like, I, don't, I just don't get it. But why the- did you have to? It's, like. It should have just been called some. Okay, if, yeah, it, was, if it was called something else, I'd be like, yeah. If you if you just posted this on Pinterest, I'd be like, yeah, that's appropriate. <laughs> but then it's like you you're you're calling it a meme, and then you're like doing multiple posts of them. I think because okay, the origin of niche memes. I feel like they started out like it would be like when your insert topic here starter pack, and it would be like funny things. Like yeah, I can't think like yeah. it it would be and it would be like a collage of like funny things. It would be like. POV. Actually, I don't know if POVs were a thing in like 2018, but it'd be like, I cannot. My cousin says that. Literally, who asked for this? Cassie just showed me a photo. It was a niche meme. It said, My cousin's aesthetic. Who's your cousin? Why no, are they like, eating cherries? Why do I have to know? Girl who thinks she's trendy AF. Like, okay, maybe it, that she... was things that were trendy. Exactly. And like, I feel like they're trying to drag her for this, but like, why did you go out of your way to save these pictures and post this meme? Yeah, real. I need to find, like, an original niche meme because it would literally be some, like, I remember following a niche meme account in, like, 2017, like, before they had, like, really been, like, they were I just really, looked up niche memes and I'm, I'm finding The aesthetic them. I want versus the aesthetic. The, the aesthetic. The whole episode <laughs> where, like, blah, blah, blah. I'm looking up niche meme funny. Would you do this for $1,000? Oh, this one's, like, a cancer. Um, I mean the, the <laughs> sign. It's, it's. It's astrological, so it says cancer. Would you never eat McDonald's for ten thousand dollars? Um, yeah. Real. Leo. Oh, okay, this one's for you. Would you only listen to Billy's music for ten thousand dollars? I'm gonna yeah, ten thousand. Actually, ten thousand isn't that for much. For the rest money. of your life? No, I wouldn't. Ten thousand, literally, like that's more money that's than I have in like, my possession now. But like. That's not that much money. It's literally like not even a semester at our school. That's rough. I that's how you know whoever made that is like a child because they think ten thousand dollars is no literally that much money. I think okay. Let me know your thoughts on this. I feel like niche memes are like the older sister of those like posts that were like going on a Easter date with Harry. Outfit. I was just thinking that before. Yeah. Like it's like the older sister of that. It's like the mature version of that with like more depth. Um also these like looking at these, I'm again I'm literally just looking at niche memes right now. They are so telling of the time. I know. Like I'm looking at there's one I found that's my Christmas wish list. It's okay, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're ready for this. A Stranger Things sweater. Need mom jeans. Need checker vans have regular vans need and a squishy. Yeah. Squishy like goes hard. I'm not gonna lie. It's I a little need all of those hamburger cat. But like I feel like it also. I don't know why niche memes. They always remind me of the Stranger Things mm, 2017 yeah era of life. True. 
anyway, we talked about memes longer than we thought. Um, sorry if you hear somebody literally exploding upstairs. I don't know what's going on. Actually, wait. Bef- I know we've already derailed once. I'm going to do it one more time because I have something to say. Mm-hmm. Like, the funniest part about memes is you'll always look back at them and be like, that was cringe. Like, you'll always look back at them and be like, okay, that was kind of cringe. Because, like, I'm thinking about, like... But some memes, they come back and I'm like, actually, they were so funny. They and were I was so right. funny. Yeah. But it's like, I think that goes along with, like, kind of kind of the same with fashion. Like, you'll always look back and be like, what was I wearing? Mm-hmm. Um, If you just, like, know at your core, like, what you think is funny, like won't be as cringe as if you just only think like the hottest newest meme is funny only because it's hot and new and everyone's talking about it Mm -hmm. so to save yourself the the heartbreak later um just just engage with memes that you like actually think are funny and don't just don't just like follow them just because they're like popular and it'll like because then you can't be like oh that was cringe because you're like no i actually thought that was funny um so yeah that's my that's my one cent true yeah. i mean there were some things like i i think i said in a different episode like i used to think Life ponds was really funny yeah and now but again like i said it will always be cringe but at least you can be um free if you um that was deep that was deep i literally stole that from a meme really yeah i'm cringe but i'm free oh yeah i've yeah. seen that Credit to whatever person wrote that. That went hard. (laughs) So for the last couple of minutes of our episode, we're going to be finishing up the advice, um, the advice episode. Episode, that was Angel number 666 episode, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Finishing up advice. Yeah. Let's, let's get to it. (gasps) First question for advice, how to feel pretty with natural hair, with your natural hair type. Yeah. I wish that everyone just, like, loved their natural hair type as it is. I think seeing, like, okay, when I was younger, seeing, like, Pantene commercials where mm-hmm. all of the girlies had, like, perfectly sleek hair mm-hmm. and it was always so smooth and long. And I was literally, like, I was, like, eight years old and I was, like, stop. Cassie literally looking like the Pantene commercial right now. Um, My hair is so greasy right now. It's okay. It just looks smooth. Um, nice. But... Like, I remember being, like, eight years old and my hair was, like, frizzy and gross. And I remember mm-hmm. being, like, why doesn't my hair look like that? And it's, yeah. like, babe, like, they have keratin treatments. <laughs> True. Even uh, today. Because, like, I have straight hair. But it's, like, I don't have, like, shiny hair. So mm-hmm. I'm, like, what am I doing wrong? Like, what? Like I, my hair is naturally straight. Like, why doesn't it look like a model? Yeah. I was going to say... um, I can't contribute that much to the conversation just because I've always had straight hair. Um, My hair, like, cannot hold a curl for my life. And when I was growing up, we grew up in the, like, early 2010s when straight hair was, like, the thing. Yeah. So I I always felt so cool because, like, my sisters would, like, straighten their hair and I'd be like, hmm. I was literally, like, eight years old. I was like, hmm. Must be tough. (laughs) Also, me, when thick eyebrows became into fashion and i always had thick eyebrows i was like hmm, that must be hard for you guys <laughs> no I'm kidding but yeah um like you said it's obviously tough like especially if you did have like extremely curly hair growing up in um actually it, it probably extended even past the early 2000s just like having long straight hair and that being the standard of beauty 
Um, but it's funny because like I feel like everybody wants what they can't have. Like I look at people with um like beautiful curls and I'm like, I wish I had that. Mm-hmm. Like that would be to have like volume in my hair and just like I feel like I don't know, like people with curly hair, like it's like <laughs> I was gonna say it's bouncy. <laughs> I'm like, oh, is that true? But yeah, no, so yeah, like I always wanted like curly hair, and I know a lot of people with curly hair always want straight hair. So it's like it's it is like everybody of course wants what they can't have. But now that we have at least more people with like different hair type representation, it's a lot easier to be like, oh, they did a look like this, so like now I can feel inspired mm-hmm. to style my hair like that. And like uh, like you said, um, actually no, I don't know why I imagined you saying this, and I was gonna respond. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> was dream version. Like, of I know. Myself. No, I was gonna say. Um, I don't remember what I, was, I don't even remember what it was. Oh, I was gonna say something about like, there's always like someone. Like I remember when I had a, I had a pixie cut, and like for a while it looked really rough because my hair was all like jagged when it was growing out, and I remember that was like for me it was like an all-time low of like my hair and how I looked and I remember like one time or like different times people would come up to me in like a store and be like oh my god I love your hair and I'd be like what like why would you ever say that my hair is like at its all-time low so like no matter how much you might be sick of your hair or be like "Ugh, I hate how my natural hair looks there's like always people that love how it looks so you kind of just like got to think about that going off of a like previous piece of advice that you had before you responded to my dream self Uh um I think that having like my my advice would be to like have people through like social media or like people you know that have a similar hair type as you and like Mm -hmm. literally like make a Pinterest board of like people you see on Pinterest with like Mm -hmm. people who have a similar like hair type as you whether that's and Pinterest has like a thing now yeah so like take advantage of that feature and like look at those people because it's so easy to like look at people on pinterest okay pinterest especially Mm -hmm. where it's like you look at them and you're like you just see this like perfect capsules of their life like it could be them like eating like toast with jam and like drinking like wine or something like Mm -hmm. i don't know like on like a beautiful like porch i don't even know i don't even know (laughs) i know what you're talking about i bet we could find that photo (laughs) you literally just made it up we could find it though um but like seeing these like perfect like little like capsules of people's lives it's always to be like oh they're so perfect i can never be like that um and the same thing goes with like seeing someone with like beautiful hair like if you find a person that has your same natural hair type and you find photos of them in like a romanticized way it will be so much easier to like realize that like you are worthy of that same like value and you are like worthy of being seen as like beautiful and romanticized if other people can represent you on a website such as pinterest that is so often like highly stylized so yeah making a pinterest board of people who have the same hair type as you could probably be really really helpful and like following on instagram Mm -hmm. people who like have your hair type who there's like hair influencers which is like i don't know if that's a recent thing um but like i always used to follow i would follow accounts i don't know see it's again like you always want what you can't have i always like would watch videos about like curly hair but like and then i finally realized like I'm learning all these tips, but, like, none of them can help me with my hair. So then now I follow, like, accounts that have the same hair as me and, like, how to take care of it, like, Mm -hmm. and wash it more and less and all that. Because also another thing is um, hair companies, like, they make these shampoos and they they say, like, 
it's it works for all hair types and that is a scam it's not true my hair for example gets oily fast but like i know a lot of other people they can get get away with washing their hair like once a week because they want their hair to retain moisture but like my hair oh grease ball sometimes <laughs> real but yeah so next question for advice is how do i support a friend even if i don't want to this one is tough yeah yeah why do you have to support them that would be my first question because mm. like are they doing something controversial mm -hmm. or is it just something that you like don't really agree with but like it's not big enough to end the friendship if it's that, um, I would say, I mean, yeah, it's kind of tough if we don't know the exact situation because I feel like I would cater it to whatever the thing is. Um, you can support them just by, like, I don't, like I said, I don't know what the situation is because, like, I don't know if it's important enough to bring up the fact that you, like, don't agree with it because mm -hmm. I don't see why you wouldn't be able to. What do you think? For supporting your friend, even if you don't want to, I'm going to err on the side of it not being, like, a, a controversy, but rather yeah. just, like, like a bump in the road of friendship. Mm -hmm. um, just because I've never really dealt with the controversy part. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, um, if you're trying to support a friend, if you don't want to, I would say, I guess try to look at the situation from their point of view to see, like, what about their situation needs support. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, if they're if what they're doing is something you don't necessarily agree with or if they're just like upsetting you or annoying you figure out but you still want to give them support in this time figure out like exactly the kind of support that they need and only give them like you you can give them I don't want to say the bare minimum because mm -hmm. that sounds a little harsh but you can give them what they need and you don't have to overextend yourself in this situation yeah. um if that makes sense and I think that will satisfy like you like being there for your friend but also like sticking to your own values of being like I don't need to like bend over backwards to like make this person happy if what they're if they aren't being a great friend right now or if they're mm -hmm. upsetting me so um and I think that also allows you like the distance to like keep your own sanity and also um still again like maintain the friendship even if it's going through a little bit of a rough patch yeah the only like kind of situation i could think of which like this definitely wasn't asking <laughs> but it's like it maybe if like if your friend's like marrying a guy that like you don't like something like that where it's like you have to support them because like you're not marrying him your friend is mm. um if it's something like that where like your friend is doing something that like affects them and it doesn't affect you um yeah like you said just giving them like n not the bare minimum but like also kind of just like Enough so they know that you support them, but, like, it it's, it's not the decision that you would have made. Something yeah. like that. Um, and I feel bad. We're both using the word bare minimum, and that's, like, not... I can tell that's, like, both not what we're looking for, but, like... Yeah. I think, like, the only way I can describe it is, like, you don't have to overextend yourself, and you don't yeah. have to be, like, oh, my God, I'm so happy for you. Like, you don't have you don't to have lie. To be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But you can, like, be there for them. And, again, mm -hmm. the example of, like that's the situation like yeah. you're not agreeing with like who your friend is marrying yeah um being like i'm happy that you found your person mm -hmm. um 
<laughs> us like making this up like i know we're like and then if the guy maybe like you could talk to him something like that and then maybe like the mother-in-law like you could actually talk to her that would actually be good um so if, she, if she's like asking you to be like the maid of honor yes. and you're like kind of you don't know what to do maybe you can like compromise and be like the bridesmaid that is a, okay final advice compromise and be the bridesmaid mm-hmm. and i think that says it all but also you have to think of it in her shoes because like if i asked someone to be my maid of honor and they were like can I just be a bridesmaid? Like, I would be upset. So that's why you have to, like, tread carefully. Yeah. And think about what they're going through and why they came to that decision. Yeah. Because if you're friends with them, I'm assuming that they're, like, they're rational. Like, yeah. They usually make good decisions. So... Clearly not with the guy, though. Huh? Clearly not with the guy she's marrying, though. I know. That piece of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I think that kind of answered the question. If you want more specific advice, you can send us an email and we can like actually give you advice. If you want to like say the situation anonymously, I I don't even. It was the bridesmaid situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you want us to like go to the wedding, you can just like send us the If you want us to be like journalists at the wedding and like, oh my God, I would love to go to an event. I would, okay, dream job. Mm -hmm. I get hired to go to events Mm -hmm. and walk around and. Like, write down everything everyone says and then give it to the person who hired me so they can, like, know what everyone said about their It's kind of like a private investigator. Oh, my God. Dream job, but private events investigator, but only at, like, birthday parties. True. So like then I get, events. like, to, like, go on the bouncy house and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys just hear Something that? just... What the bleep? Somebody's like like wrestling up there. I was going to say, somebody's getting body slammed into the ceiling. They're like trying to break through WTSR. (laughs) I swear the room is shaking. The room is shaking. It's like scary. Okay, Matt. I hope they fall through the wall while we're still recording because that would be good content. That would be such good content. But they wouldn't even be able to see. Oh, true. true. And this would like have to be played in court and then it'd be like funny because they'd have to listen to the first 40 minutes to like (laughs) to make sure that the episode is us. They'd play the rip harambe bit like in court i know and we'd have to like sit there and be like and we'd have to sit there and like start crying and like look humble (laughs) (laughs) anyway if this is in court that would actually be funny like i'm like just thinking like a meta moment in the future somehow this has to play in court oh my god and we're like listening to this part and we're like tearing up because like one of us is dead stop okay guys if any of you want to have slumber party be involved at your next court case let us oh my god i have jury duty soon (gasps) How do we make it work? Oh, my God. I tell them I can't do it because I have a podcast. And then I'm like, I can play a little bit of it if you, if you need to. And then I play this. <laughs> oh, my God. I actually want to go to jury duty, though. Oh, okay. So I'm going to be like, I'm free. Yeah. I have nothing going on. Yeah. I got to tell them. Oh, they're drilling holes. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. Do we have time for, like, one more question? Yeah. Okay. And then I want to show you my screenshot. Um... Sorry if you can hear the drilling, but... Literally, what is going on? I know. Like, what, literally, what construction would they be doing in Kendall Hall? I could not tell you. But anyway, um, our last question for advice that we're going to do this episode is how to not feel guilty when you're falling behind in classes. Ooh, that's a relatable one. Um, I think that... Ugh, classic Bella Pod moment. Sorry. Yeah. I just, like... I, I You gotta give into it, though. Gotta... Okay. Because I do think. I'm a thinker. That's so, kind of true. It's very profound. Um, okay. So I think this can apply. Why did the lights just turn off? Sorry. Somebody just came in. Oh, God. Okay. Anyways, I think that this can apply to things beyond just, like, falling behind in classes. I think it can even just go into, like, falling behind in, like, 
texts like if you like or like emails or like other responsibilities that you might have Mm -hmm. um anything that you like have responsibility towards falling behind in it like for me at least too like I will feel guilty like it will become like an emotional response I'll be like oh my god like this is a reflection of like me as a person rather than like the time I'm going through if I have like a lot on my plate um so I think just reminding yourself that like you are more than just your classes and your entire life isn't just school you're like a full human being you're like a well-rounded person and school isn't even like a fraction of the human experience I mean like actually it is a fraction of the human experience but like compared to like everything else in life like school isn't everything yeah and also like try to figure out like where did the guilt come from is it like guilt because you're like if I fall behind in my classes I'll get bad grades and then my family would be disappointed is it like that kind of guilt or is it like my professors are probably so disappointed in me and they probably think I'm so irresponsible like I think figuring out where the guilt is coming from could help you like figure out how to work around the guilt if that Mm -hmm. makes sense because if it's like I don't want to get bad grades because I want my mom to be proud of me maybe work on like not work on sounds harsh but maybe talk to your mom and be like um like can we have like an us day like I want to like talk about some things like I like like my classes have really been stressing me out and like I value school a lot um but I just want to make sure like everything is okay and like you're not like disappointed in me like I don't know if it would be phrased exactly like that I don't know what your your relationship with your mom is Mm -hmm. me making up this I was just gonna say us making it up again (laughs) or like maybe she's like your stepmom you had had, like a rough relationship so far so maybe you should like talk to your dad about like when he married her how you felt about that and maybe you didn't like process it fully real yeah but so like like, if all three of you want to come on the show oh yeah if all three of you um I don't know why I imagine that conversation I was just making up happening in a shake shack Really? Yeah. I was imagining it, like, in, like, a beach for some reason. Wow. Or, like, on the boardwalk. That says a lot about us. <laughs> um, Cassie's playing with kinetic sand, by the way. Ooh. Um, but yeah, sourcing where the guilt is coming from um, will kind of help you, like, remind you that, like, school isn't everything, is my thought. Um, and yeah. it's okay to fall behind on things because I love this quote. I have no idea who said it, but... Mm-hmm. Even falling flat on your face is still a step forward. So that's deep. Right. Also, something you said before, I don't remember exactly, but it made me think of a different quote where um, I think you said like you're more than your schoolwork mm-hmm. or something like that. It made me think of a quote that I, I just saw and I was going to mention it on the podcast, but it was like, oh, no, actually, I don't remember exactly what you said, but I saw it was like, you're more than your accomplishments and like you're still worthy of life. Like, even if, like, you can be, like, the... You could cure cancer, and then there could be someone who hasn't even graduated high school. Like, just because one person has more accomplishments than you, that doesn't make you less worthy of, like, living a life. Mm-hmm. So don't let that be, like, oh, I'm so far behind on work. Like, I don't even deserve to be in school. Like, I, I'm doing this. Like, don't let that, like, pile on to you because... Like you said, you're more than, like, schoolwork. And even if you don't have accomplishments, your life is still worth living. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So now... Um, we need to get the high schooler and the guy who cured cancer on the pod. True. Real. They would hash it out. They would. Actually, it's, they the, same, <laughs> it's the same guy. Ooh. Put that on a t-shirt. Put yeah. that on 
um an ig meme um story format meme okay true do you think god is a woman yeah okay ariana (laughs) to end the episode uh we have a few minutes left i just wanted to read an email that we got second one so far yeah um it was actually answering our question of the week um i hope this person's okay with me reading the whole email but i'm assuming so so they wrote to the intern reading this email hi big fan of the show i know cassie and bella have very busy they didn't say that they wrote i know cassie and bella have very schedules (laughs) real so some sicko interns grimy hands will be holding a giant pc reading this with sweat and black hair dye slick against their forehead and dripping down their frame i hope you enjoy our conversation sicko the intern actually did pass it on to us on the subject of the question at hand i have seen okay the question last week was um seinfeld or friends Mm. i think might have even been two weeks ago but they wrote um on the subject of the question at hand i have seen all of friends and did not enjoy it very much i have not seen seinfeld but i would i feel i would enjoy it if i watched it do with that info as you will regards anna talenko i was literally gonna say i was gonna guess who it was and i was like that Mm -hmm. is anna if that's not anna it's a lie art history major classical studies minor pitzer college 23 proud citizen of cassie nation real oh my god real yeah so she said she has seen all of friends and did not enjoy it very much literally even before hi anna if you're listening love you um even before you said the thing about friends Mm -hmm. i was like that this is anna i i heard the description of i didn't hear you say what was that oh (laughs) did i wait what did i say you were like i was literally saying and i said oh in my head i'm sorry that was okay it was a joke oh yeah yeah learn to take one Ooh. i'm supposed to be saying that to you says who yeah okay edge lord (laughs) anyway no way okay seinfeld or friends it's actually like that's sophie's choice to me yeah i can't pick one true I think Seinfeld, yeah, I think you would like Seinfeld. Um, Seinfeld is, like, funny because it's, like, not serious. Although, nobody talks about this. I won't say what happened. But towards the end of Seinfeld, something that George's character did and the way that they all reacted, it literally had, like, a dark tone for the rest of the episodes. So not enough people are talking about that. And I'm pretty sure it was after Larry David left, so oh. that says a lot. I'm going to be honest, I've never seen the show. <sighs> Who's your favorite Seinfeld character? The bald one. George? Is that his name? I wow. like that he has no hair. That says a lot about you. Ah. I think your favorite character would probably be, like, Elaine, maybe. Why? Um... <laughs> guess who my favorite friend's character is phoebe no <laughs> is one of them named buster <laughs> okay guys thanks for listening to this episode i don't know where you got that from but i like don't know i'm like visualizing and it makes so much sense <laughs> i've never heard that before but <laughs> okay bye guys see you next lumber party Yeah, thank you for listening.